Hey everyone, welcome back to all my listeners. This is episode seven in season 11. Today is Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. My name is Sonal Patel, and this is the Paint the Medical Picture podcast series. That's right, it's February 14th. It is St. Valentine's Day today. So I hope you're all indulging your loves, your galentines, and yourselves with chocolates, wine, flowers, whatever it is your heart desires. Now, let's get into today's episode. It's also the second Wednesday of the month, right? So not only is it Valentine's Day, but it is when I talk about the OIG work plan updates for January, 2024. And in my trusty tip, I'm gonna be getting into my compliance recommendations for the latest updates to remote therapeutic monitoring or RTM services. And of course, I'm gonna go ahead and close out, round out today's episode with another remarkable quote on quality and quantity by John Ruskin. Let's get into it. So let's get into Newsworthy, the month of January's OIG work plan updates. There are seven updates to the OIG work plan for the month of January, 2024. Now the first work plan is titled Audit of Department of Health and Human Services Hybrid Work Environment. Now this report is expected from the Office of Audit Services. Hybrid work is a flexible work model that supports a blend of on-site work, telework, remote work, mobile work, and or dispersed teams. Under the Office of Personnel Management, or OPM, guidelines, federal agencies have discretion to define the types of arrangements and parameters for participation within hybrid work policies and agreements. In exercising this discretion, OPM, in its most recent guidance dated November 2021, directs agencies to consider individual employees' needs and preferences as long as hybrid work does not diminish employee performance or agency operations. OPM has reported an increase in the percentage of Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS, eligible employees teleworking since December 2010, when the Telework Enhancement Act was enacted. In addition, increased telework flexibilities were granted in response to the pandemic beginning in March 2020, leading to more employees teleworking. There has been congressional and public interest in hybrid work policies within the federal workforce to ensure that a hybrid work environment does not impede or impair management of the federal workforce and that taxpayer money is properly spent. OIG's objective is to describe HHS's hybrid workforce environment since the expiration of the COVID-19 public health emergency, the PHE. Furthermore, as part of this audit, OIG will include an analysis of HHS policies and procedures for its hybrid workforce before, during, and after the PHE. This final report is expected in fiscal year 2024. Now, the second OIG work plan report for January 2024 is titled HHS Compliance with the Payment Integrity Information Act of 2019. Now, this report is expected from the Office of Audit Services. The Payment Integrity Information Act of 2019, or PIIA, requires the head of each federal agency with programs or activities that may be susceptible to significant improper payments to report certain information to Congress. For any program or activity with estimated improper payments exceeding $10 million and 1.5%, or $100 million regardless of the improper 
regardless of the improper payment rate, HHS must report to Congress improper payment estimates, corrective action plans, and reduction targets. Pursuant to PIAA and OMB Circular A-123 Appendix C, Requirements for Payment Integrity Improvement, OIG will review HHS compliance with PIAA as well as how HHS assesses the programs it reports and the accuracy and the completeness of reporting in HHS's agency financial report. OIG will make recommendations as needed. OIG will use the independent external auditor contracted to audit the annual CMS and HHS financial statement audits to perform this work. This final report is expected in fiscal year 2024. Now, the third OIG work plan update for January 2024 is titled Evaluating Availability of Maternal Health Care Providers in Medicaid Managed Care. Now, this report is expected from the Office of Evaluation and Inspections. Pregnant people in the United States experience worse pregnancy outcomes than people in any other high-income country, and significant racial and geographic disparities exist. Maternal health care can improve pregnancy outcomes. However, many pregnant people in the United States lack access to maternal health care. Medicaid is the nation's largest maternal health care payor, financing more than 40% of all U.S. births and many pregnant people enrolled in Medicaid are enrolled in managed care plans. This study will use encounter data to evaluate the availability of maternal health care providers to people enrolled in Medicaid managed care. This final report is expected in fiscal year 2025. Now the fourth OIG work plan update for January 2024 is titled NIH's use and oversight of its other transaction authority. This report is expected from the Office of Evaluation and Inspections. The National Institutes of Health, the NIH, is one of very few federal entities with the authority to award other transactions, or OTs. OTs are, by definition, awards other than procurement contracts, cooperative agreements, or grants. OTs are intentionally flexible and are generally not subject to federal acquisition regulation, the uniform guidance, or other regulations unless otherwise noted in terms and conditions of the OT award. As such, OTs are higher risk than traditional awards and should generally only be used when the objectives of a federally funded project cannot be accomplished under a traditional award, such as a contract or grant. This particular study will analyze NIH's use of OTs and determine the extent to which the NIH is documenting required and encouraged parts of OTs. Additionally, the OIG will determine what mechanisms the NIH uses to oversee funds awarded through OTs to help ensure the effective stewardship of NIH funds. This final report is expected in fiscal year 2025. Now, the fifth OIG work plan update for January 2024 is titled Audit of CMS Oversight of State's Use of Third-Party Contractors to Conduct Nursing Home Surveys. Now, this report is expected from the Office of Audit Services. Prior OIG reviews of nursing homes have identified multiple issues related to the backlog of required nursing home surveys conducted by state survey agencies. 
To combat this backlog, state survey agencies have increasingly used third-party contractors to conduct surveys. CMS might also rely on these same third-party contractors to conduct comparative surveys to ensure that states meet Section 1864 requirements. Now, the OIG will, re will review this area to determine whether CMS provides adequate oversight of states' use of third-party contractors to conduct nursing home surveys in accordance with federal requirements. This final report is expected in fiscal year 2025. Now, the sixth OIG work plan update for January 2024 is titled Audit of Medicaid's Hospice Inpatient and Aggregate Cap Calculations. Now, this report is expected from the Office of Audit Services. Under CMS, they require two annual limits to ensure that hospice care does not exceed the cost of conventional medical care at the end of life, the inpatient cap and the aggregate cap. Under Medicaid, however, CMS only requires states to calculate the hospice inpatient cap, and calculating the aggregate cap is optional for each state. If a state applies the hospice caps, any amount paid to a hospice for its claims in excess of each cap is considered an overpayment and must be repaid to Medicaid. OIG will audit selected states to determine whether the hospice caps were calculated correctly, whether cap overpayments were collected, and whether the federal share of the collected cap overpayments was properly refunded. This final report is expected in fiscal year 2025. Now, the seventh and final OIG work plan update for January 2024 is titled Optometrists Billing for Part B Services for Medicare Enrollees in Nursing Facilities. Now, this report is expected from the Office of Audit Services. Medicare Part B covers many medical services, like optometry services, mobile x-rays, and psychological therapy provided to enrollees, including those residing in nursing facilities, or NFs. NFs are required to provide services necessary to ensure their residents attain or maintain sound health. Sometimes an NF does not have the staff to meet residents' needs and arranges for services to be furnished by outside resources. Some of these services are provided by optometrists who, like many other providers, often visit NFs. Their on-site services include follow-ups on cataract surgeries, treating dry or itchy eyes, and providing annual eye exams because transportation to and from an NF might be difficult for some enrollees. Opportunities for fraudulent, excessive, or unnecessary Part B billing exists because an NF may not be aware of the services for which a provider is billing when submitting a claim to Medicare. OIG will identify line items billed by optometrists for services performed in an NF. OIG will review medical records to determine whether the services were appropriately documented and billed according to Medicare requirements. This final report is expected in fiscal year 2024. And now it's time for my best practice tips in trusty tip. CMS has issued its 2024 annual update to the therapy code list for remote therapeutic monitoring or RTM. Now it's also updating disposition 10 to include 
for RTM services, physical therapists, and occupational therapists in private practice may provide general supervision of their therapy assistants when they don't personally furnish the RTM services beginning January 1st, 2024. Now, the appropriate therapy modifiers of GP, GO, or GN must be appended to RTM services to reflect that it is under a physical therapy, occupational therapy, or speech-language pathology plan of care, respectively. Services delegated by therapists to therapy assistants are subject to the de minimis standard, except the device codes for CPT codes 98976 and 98977. Now, there are only five CPT codes that apply to these RTM services and those long descriptors. Now, the first CPT code is 98975 and is defined as remote therapeutic monitoring. For example, respiratory system status, musculoskeletal system status, therapy adherence, therapy response, initial setup, and patient education on use of equipment. Now, the second CPT code is CPT code 98976, and it's defined as remote therapeutic monitoring, for example, respiratory system status, musculoskeletal system status, therapy adherence, therapy response. Devices supply with scheduled, for example, daily recordings and or programmed alerts transmission to monitor respiratory system each 30 days. Now, the third CPT code is CPT code 98977 and is defined as remote therapeutic monitoring, for example, respiratory system status, musculoskeletal system status, therapy adherence, therapy response, devices supply with scheduled, for example, daily recordings and or programmed alerts transmission to monitor musculoskeletal system each 30 days. Now, the fourth CPT code is CPT code 98980, and it's defined as remote therapeutic monitoring treatment management services, physician or other qualified healthcare professional time in a calendar month requiring at least one interactive communication with the patient or caregiver during the calendar month, first 20 minutes. And finally, the fifth CPT code is CPT code 98981, and that's defined as remote therapeutic monitoring treatment management services, physician, or other qualified healthcare professional time in a calendar month requiring at least one interactive communication with the patient or caregiver during the calendar month, each additional 20 minutes listed separately in addition to the code for primary procedure. Now, CMS has designated the above CPT codes that I just disclosed as, quote, sometimes therapy, end quote, codes to permit physicians and certain NPPs, which include nurse practitioners, physician assistants, and clinical nurse specialists to furnish these services outside a therapy plan of care when appropriate. Now, when furnished by therapist, these quote-unquote sometimes therapy services are quote-unquote always therapy, which means they must be accompanied by the appropriate therapy modifier, once again, GP, GO, or GN, to reflect that it is under a physical therapy, occupational therapy, or speech-language pathology plan of care, respectively.
Now, more guidance on documentation requirements will become available from the professional organizations and all of the MACs across the country. Please ensure that you follow the guidelines from other payers as these codes may not be applicable or have other guidelines and requirements. And finally, I focus season 11 spark on quality versus quantity. I want this 11th season spark to be filled with our world's thought leaders, writers, artists, philosophers, everyone who inspires the need for better understanding of quality versus quantity. So in this week's inspiring quote in spark is from John Ruskin. Quality is never an accident. It is always a result of intelligent effort. Absolutely true, right? I think this quote reminds us that our efforts are smart. They are investments that are intentionally made. This quote inspires us to keep pushing for quality in everything we do. I'm happy John Ruskin's spark still burns brightly in all of us today. So that wraps up today's episode. And as always, I appreciate you all diving into today with me. If you want more information from me, please go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn. I'll leave links to everything in the show notes below. Now, remember you guys to please go ahead and catch all of my LinkedIn live broadcasts on Fridays, the entire month of February for my compliance capers with my very good friend and colleague, Betty Hovey. Now, don't forget, you can also find it on my YouTube channel for Paint the Medical Picture. Now, I wish you guys all an amazing and very, very happy week ahead. Thank you all so much for listening on today's episode. And I hope every week with me brings you closer to helping your providers paint a masterpiece. See you next Wednesday.